Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Opening night, which is... It only goes back to 2009, George. Which is incredible when you think about it. It's a long time. It is a super long time. long time. And maybe, and like a like a texter aptly put it, maybe it's time to change your routine <laughs> so you can get rid of the streak. Whatever you're doing, stop. Uh, need to snap that streak. Your chance- Mark Giordano was on this roster. J-Bo skidded a half hour in that game. Wow. Um... 960, 960, name and location. Uh, we're also going to hear Brody on the beat. Yes, sir. Where Tech Zone director Alex Brody went to the streets of Calgary to ask listeners how they watch the games and such. We'll do all of that coming up. But, but right now, joining us on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline from the NHL on Sportsnet, we say good morning to Anthony Stewart. Stewie, how are you, pal? I'm doing well. Congratulations on the new show on the, I don't want to say West Coast, the Mid-Coast, I would say. Okay. Western Coast. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats. Good thing you played hockey because geography, <laughs> Stewie, probably not your strongest suit right now, but that's okay. I love you anyway. Um, <laughs> your, uh, your pick of the Flames going deep, winning the cup, Stewie. Uh, give us some rationale behind that. Why, why, why in love, so much in love with Calgary right now? Well, again, I think first things first, I think a lot of uh, credit's got to be given to uh, True Living, who, you know, was faced with, you know, some tough tasks of, you know, losing impending free agent Goudreau and having to make a decision on uh, Kachuk. And he went out there and added two legitimate players. I don't know how he got Jonathan Huberdeau and had him locked up uh, pretty much right away. As you can see by Huberdeau in the preseason, you know, those 115 points last year was not an accident. This guy is the real deal. He is one of the best, slickest passers uh, in the National Hockey League in recent memory. And adding Kadri. Kadri coming up from a cup winner. He's a warrior. He's a Sutter-type player. So now they stabilize that, um, you know, that top six. But remember, they have guys like Mangiapane, who had 35 goals last year. They have Lindholm's 42 goals last year, too. So that top six uh, is, is very, very well. And then you have Uyghur back there in the back end there with Tana. But, again, I think my key right now is going to be Markstrom. Nine shutouts last year, too. So they have the depth. They have the goaltending. They have the star power. Uh, but they have those guys that play that playoff-style hockey. That's why I picked the Calgary Flames to win the Cup this year. Um, Stewie, do we, do we, is it overrated or underrated when we talk about teams that are difficult to play against? Do we talk about that too much or maybe not enough? Well, I'm a big proponent of that, right? Because you're talking about going four playoff rounds, and as it, the season gets along, you know, I never had an extended play around. It gets harder. It gets harder. So you have guys that have been there that understand the grind mentally, physically, can take care of their body. So that's why, you know, you're seeing a guy like Trevor Lewis, you know, who won a puck, you know, cups with uh, the Cal- sorry with the LA Kings. You got Milan Lucic, who's been there before. That's been uh, you know extended rounds. So. Uh, for me, I'm a, I, I love it. I love the guys that have been through the ringer. It's not necessarily about skill. There's a lot of will on this roster, and I think that's a big, big underrated part of having success in the National Hockey League. As someone who's gotten to watch Jonathan Huberto quite a bit being out east, um, what is something about his game that you think Flames fans are going to be surprised, um, maybe enamored with surprisingly uh, with this player? Well, Goudreau was a really, really good passer. And, you know, he could find scenes. But there's angles and there's passes that Huberdeau makes. And I don't feel like, how does how did that get across, you know, three sets of legs and, and, and four pairs of sticks and, and the, for a backdoor tap? And so just his passing, you know, everyone uses the term depth. He has a depth passing ability, but he can make some good, good plays. He's got some deeks in front of the nets. He's got a lot of patience. So it's almost like the game has slowed down for him, how he just makes that passing. So I'm trying to compare him to a player 
in, in, in years past. So it's, it's tough to really compare, but you'll be surprised and shocked by just some of the moves he makes out there, but just how he finds some of his teammates uh, through traffic and impossible seams. Stewie, we know that Naz got traded from the Leafs because he loved playing for the Leafs too much. Um, how how do you think he's going to handle playing in a Canadian market again? Okay, well, we're not bringing Toronto politics to no, Calgary. No, we're not. We we're not. That. We're <laughs> not. We're absolutely not. But that's why. He, he wanted to win so yeah. bad, he lost his yeah. cool in back-to-back playoff runs, and that yeah. ultimately was his ticket out of town. How do you think he handles playing in a Canadian market again with so many passionate fans? Well, I think the difference with, with this with this roster than Toronto is, again, if, if the going gets tough, there's other guys that can step up and play that game on this roster. He does not have to be that guy that shows that he has to go get retribution or, or set the tone physically. You've got guys, you know, Richie, Lucic, you know, Coleman can play on the edge. You know, Trevor Lewis plays a truculent game. So I think for him, he's just got to focus on hockey. But, again, you see him in the media, he doesn't back down. He doesn't back down from the questions. He faces them head on. So I think there's certain players that thrive with the media attention, negative and positive. I think Kadri's one of those guys. He's He's got some great sound bites. Uh, he's not afraid to take accountability when he's not playing well. But I think there's certain players, and I, I talk about myself, if, if I was in a market where I knew there was that accountability, I think it would have forced me to get my gear a little bit uh, in order a little bit quicker here, where I was in the Sunbelt State with the Floridas and the Carolinas, where you know I throw five pizzas, and, you know, the questions are, hey, where are you going? Are you going to Bahama Breeze for dinner afterwards? Not, hey, what was going on with those pizzas? <laughs> so I think Kadri's one of those guys that thrives in the spotlight and it's going to do him well in Calgary. And I think he's going to take his game uh, to another level if that's believable. I think that we're all excited to see what this team can do once it all gets on the ice tonight. And it's against Colorado, who played last night. So it'll, it'll be uh, that in itself. But who else in this Pacific division do you look at as opposition for the Calgary Flames? Some of the other top talent. Uh, I feel like Edmonton's obviously there, but I feel like there's a lot of varying ideas on the rest of the division. Well, I'll try to reverse myself on geography, but I think it's like 240 (laughs) kilometers down the road in the Edmonton Oilers. And I'm not sure if you heard my other pick, and uh, again, I'm getting roasted for that, is Jack Campbell for the Vezda. So I think he's the missing link in Edmonton that can help sort of put them over the top as well, too. And you saw them last night down 3-1 or 3 nothing. You think they're out of the game. And a couple of power plays, they're back. So that Edmonton Oilers team, if, if you give them an inch, they're going to take a mile. And I still think they're one of the creams of the crop in, in the Western Conference. Is Vegas going to get better? Uh, I think so. They looked good uh, the other night uh, as, as well, too. Uh, Canucks seem like they're ready to, to make a, a little bit of a push uh, this year as well, too. But, you know, I'm looking at teams like L.A. They got better. Did Anaheim get better? Yeah, all these teams have gotten better, but I still Calgary with those moves that they made in the offseason, I think, have, have sort of made them one of the creams of the crop, uh, not just in their division, but in the whole entire conference. Uh, Anthony Stewart from the NHL on Sportsnet joining us here on the big show, Russick and Rose. Sportsnet 960, the fan. I asked the guys, uh, Stewie, 0.5 games over under, because you know I'm a betting guy. 0.5 games for Evander Kane getting suspended either by the Oilers or the league this season. Which way are you leaning? I'll I'll sum up Evander Kane in one play, and that's yesterday. Um, You know, it's... I think it's 20 seconds left in the game. He has a breakaway or it's a semi two on one uh, with Connor McDavid. He literally makes that back reverse pass, no look pass to uh, McDavid to score his hat trick. So for me, um, again, I think all that stuff is in the past. I know he has the extension of the contract, but again, from what I've heard from former teammates, he's, he's been a model citizen there. Mm. And again, in growing life in the NHL, you got to mature, you got to grow up. And for me, I have to give him the benefit of the doubt. Former teammate of mine, and from what I've seen, he's he's done a lot of mature maturing over the years. 
Uh, but again, he is a really, really good hockey player. And George, if you were now coaching or GM of that Calgary's Flames, you would have him in the top two uh, left wing slots, and that's a fact. And don't don't lie to the people. Don't okay. lie to the All people. right, I'll try not to, Stewie. <laughs> How many points is he going to get this year, though? Because like we know what he can do as an enforcer and all that jazz. But you see what Connor McDavid does yesterday. Hits the ground running. Obviously, what do you think the ceiling is offensively for a guy like Evander? Well, again, if he sticks with that uh, the that McDavid line there, it, it, it's tough to say because, you know, Dreisaitl's in the media now saying he thinks McDavid's capable of 60 goals. So if if, <laughs> if uh, Kane's riding shotgun, I, I think it's more so he's more of a finisher. So I could see him, you know, finally hitting that 40-goal mark. But, uh, you know, for him, it's what he brings to the table. 50, 60 points is, is, is really good season for him. So um, I, I say 40 goals. Mm. And let's go 25 to 65 points. So don't uh, don't at me if it doesn't happen. Come on, we love to at you uh, at, at Stu. Um, what's your what's your Twitter handle again? Stu Monroe. Stu Monroe. Yeah, great job with that. Uh, you do a great job. Yeah. Um, Stu, what's your read on the Canucks? Like, are are they just a middling team? Are they going to be a maybe a playoff contender? What's your read on Vancouver? I was on. Um, Central the other day with Ken Reed, and they said uh, we're going to do a, a segment called movie titles, hockey movie titles for NHL teams. And the Vancouver Canucks came up, and the best I could come up was with uh, Mystery Alaska. <laughs> <laughs> so that had nothing to do with the actual movie, but probably just the title where you don't know. They could be a team that misses the playoffs. They're a team that can win a round. Um, uh, I think they did a good job in locking up JT Miller, the number one center. Uh, you know, Besser's playing some great hockey, and you know they got the player from Russia, Kuzmenko, who looks like he's going to be a stud right now. So you're looking at their top six, really, really good. Uh, they got Bubble Demko. I'm allowed to say that on this show and not get shunned. Uh, he's he played a really, really good game last night as well. Uh, but for me, it's the depth, and that was my question mark with them. Um, you know, last year was the depth. You know, if you have Quinn Hughes on the back end, you know, o, OEL who's playing okay hockey, Pullman, but, you know, it's tough when Luke Shen is your tough top uh, pairing defenseman at this moment right now. So I think that depth is really going to, you know, catch up to them, but I see them making the playoffs. We've seen some impressive results so far uh, this season. I think the Colorado Avalanche showed pretty well that they're ready to have another crack at this thing. Um, but the Maple Leafs yesterday, uh, a little bit of a, a stumble down the stretch as they fall to the Montreal Canadiens. And we've kind of been discussing it over the course of the show today. But Sheldon Keefe calling the loss unacceptable after the first game of the season. And as someone who's played in the league, I just wonder if there is... A certain amount of times that a coach can go and say that was unacceptable over the course of a season before it starts to lose its meaning and to use that after game one, it seemed a little early. Well, you know, when I was leaving the sports that building, I was looking around the corner, to make sure there was no riots coming, uh, you know, down the street there. But again, it's only one game. <laughs> but I think that speaks to the amount of pressure and scrutiny, not just management, but the whole entire team is under right now, where after game one, that's sort of the message. And that's a little bit, uh, uh, I can see a little bit concerning, but you know, you're not really going to, you know, scare the Matthews, the Mariners, the Nylanders. They got their con they got their money. They got their contract. They are the man in that city. They know what they have to do. So um, it's one game. 
again, I don't think the play at the end of the game was very acceptable. But again, it is the first game of the season. How was their training camp? Maybe it was too tough. Maybe they didn't get enough rest. Maybe some guys are battling some injuries that we don't know about. But for me, I had the Toronto Maple Leafs obviously making the playoffs. And um, again, it, it's they're going to be judged by what they do in that first round, and that's rightfully so. And this year could be the year that they um, you know, get past that. But I have I have no idea. I have no no idea with this group. Are they better? Um, the one thing I can say that they will be better in is that the top guns have another year of experience. They've dealt with another heartbreak. So I think that can help put them over the top this year. Uh, Stewie, we saw Josh Anderson score the winning goal. Um, he's a guy that a lot of people in Calgary here are super interested in. I know he's got a lot of term left on his deal, but if you're a team wanting to win the Stanley Cup, are, are you calling the Habs and trying to pry Josh Anderson away from them? Yes. Yes, and it's funny how the media goes in ways where, like, uh, you know, when they went to the, the playoff run, it's, you know, he had his nickname. He was, like, a power horse, and he's the man. And he's going to score 35 goals. And then they go on a bit of a dip, and it's like everyone's now, you know, everyone's on the table. Everyone's used good. So, for me, Anderson paying attention to his game the last couple seasons, big, fast, strong, can score. So, I'd rather, you know, I love seeing him and, you know, Toffoli on that right wing, you know, number one and number two right wingers. He is a Sutter-type player. He's a power four. He mixes it up. He's one of the few guys, I could say this, and the Flames fans know this, my brother Chris Stewart. He's one of the few guys that went toe-to-toe with my brother where I haven't gone toe-to-toe with him since he was about nine years old. So he passed the vibe check and the toughness test as well, too. He can drop the gloves as well. And if I'm a team that's contending for the cup, I'd definitely take a flyer on Josh Anderson. Uh, Stewie, um, you, love your, you, you love some hockey equipment. And I saw it on Twitter. They're bringing back the Synergy Stick. Where where did that rank for you? Like, give me your power rankings of your all-time favorite sticks. Well, I'm the wrong guy to ask. I'm happy because I can finally afford it, so maybe I can try it for once. <laughs> I, I used a Shearwood PMP Paul Coffee Curve until my NHL draft year, and those things are 20 bucks. and I feel so bad because, you know, I ended up, like, cracking one over the top of the crossbar, and it was only 20 bucks. And my dad made me tape it up instead of buying a new one. So I'm the wrong guy to ask. Uh, but again, those sticks are pretty good. I love the blue vector. When I got those blue vectors, mm. CCM mm. vectors, when they first came out, it was my draft year in the NHL. And I honestly was scoring from the red line. I was scoring everywhere. It was like it was my new laser beam. <laughs> I, I love those vectors. And that, that got me into the NHL. So. You, know, you know what I miss, too? I miss uh, the Easton sticks that you could replace the blade with. Because, yeah, God, I love yeah. the Brandon Shanahan curve, Stewie. Yeah. It was perfect. How, much, how many uh, glue burns do you have? You yeah, I know. Like, like, yeah, you had to be very careful when you heat that thing up. But, man, you have the Easton Ultralight with the Brandon Shanahan curve. Oh, man, you're talking like sweet, sweet shots with that thing, Stewie. Yeah, they need to bring back the Nike gear, too. Now that I've got yes. a point. Pocket. I wouldn't get. I want those Federov Nike oh skates. Oh my god, the they're beautiful. Oh man, Nike, let's go. Step up. <laughs> um, real quick too. Uh, your favorite skates of all time? Do you have a specific pair? Um, uh, mine are the. I'll tell this. I scored a hat trick in the Honey Bake tournament, and I got a pair of CCM tacks, and they were Kevlar. And the rumor was that they were bulletproof. So I was trying to find someone in the neighborhood. Kate, can you shoot this skate with the gun, please? Because I want to see if they really are bulletproof. So thank God I didn't get around to doing that. But that was a 12-year-old living in the, not the best neighborhood if I was going around asking that. But those CCM tax, I remember those because I nice. won them. They were free. And they were side. They were probably about four sizes too big, but they lasted me the longest. So the, those, those tacks were amazing. Awesome stuff, Anthony Stewart from the NHL on Sportsnet. Stewie, uh, great job, pal. Let's do this again soon. 
Thanks a lot. Go Flames, go. There you go. Anthony Stewart, the better batter. Super nice guy, Anthony Stewart. And uh, that was on the Atlas Pizza and Sports Bar guest hotline. What's your What was your favorite hockey stick? Oh, man. I always use the Bauer Vapor because I liked using a light stick. Okay. So I had like the Vapor, I want to say it was like the six for a few years. Mm-hmm. Um, and then most recently, I used a Sherwood Wrecker for a really long time, for like 10 years that I really liked. I'm, I'm such an old school loser. Like, I like my sticks with barely any curve. Like, like the just, flat, yeah, basically ambidextrous like, stick. Just like pretty yeah. much, it just has a little bit of the curve. That's why the Brendan Shanahan stick was so perfect. It just had a little tiny bit yeah. of a curve. The Paul Korea curve was just way too much for me. I just liked a little bit of curve. And I remember I had on the pond uh, playing in Southern Ontario, I had uh, a Mark Recchi Canadian stick. It, it was fiberglass. The curve was perfect on it. Like, I like this stick is beautiful. And... I couldn't remember what the Paul Coffey curve was that Anthony was talking about. I couldn't remember if that was like the hook or if that was a little bit more of like a heel curve to it. Mm. I can't remember. But My favorite thing about Paul Coffey was uh, he wore skates that were like two sizes too small for him. Mm. Like we made him skate better. And again, he was the best <laughs> skating player in the league. What, he was way ahead of his time. I don't know. Like, yeah, like what was the what was the point of because no, because he felt the ice. Because he had better, to really jam so, your toes yeah, in there. Yeah, could you imagine wearing skates two sizes too small? Like the, Do you know how the often sheer you have pain? To cut your toenails so you wouldn't have to get get on ingrown toenails? Yeah. That would be awful. That's the first thing you thought of? It was. Okay. That's strange. Were you are you a, were you ever a socks off guy with skates? Gosh, no, no, yeah. no, no, no. Some no, guys like no. to go barefoot in the skate. I, I'm like full under armor. Like long sleeve. Like Thomas Placanet's mock turtleneck. No, guy? not the turtleneck. Mock but, turtleneck. Yes. <laughs> The one, not the full. It's just, just like for some it's, reason, it's, I have no it idea. Just goes down to his... yeah. I have no idea why the Kansas City Chiefs make their players wear those yeah, like turtlenecks with the Chiefs logo in all their photos. It's so weird. But you're never a mock turtleneck guy. No, I was not. No, no. But the long, long underwear, the long up top. That's me, for sure. You didn't go tarp off underneath. No, I get itchy. Okay, I get really itchy. Like Marion Hosa itchy. Maybe. Maybe that's the problem. That's probably why I never made it to the show. That's right. That that's probably it has it. nothing to do with talent. It was just you got itchy. Yeah. And yeah, it's probably it. But the, I just got a new stick myself. Oh, the synergy was beautiful too. I had a synergy back in the day. It was and it's an excellent stick. Green or orange? It was silver. Oh yeah, those were good yeah, one too. of the one of the first ones that came out. Do you remember when they made the twig that had like the four holes? In the shaft right above the blade. Yes. That constantly broke. Yes. <laughs> but they were like a half well, pound, uh, like two ounces lighter or something like no, that. My nephew would be yelling at me. Who who makes the stick that's got the hole in the in the uh, blade? I want to say it's an Easton stick. No, it's not. I don't think it's an Easton stick. Uh, and Tim Stutzla uses it. Yeah. He loves that stick. And they're super light and they're kind of weird. And my nephew used one and he broke it right away. And my brother wanted to kill him. Because the amount of money he spent on it. <laughs> but like uh, the hole in the blade, too, that's something new. It's supposed to be lighter, better release, blah, 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 blah. It's a Bauer. Okay, there you go. It's a Bauer. Apparently, uh, Evgeny Kuznetsov tried one out a few years is ago. There, is there, because I don't know this because I've never been, is there like game used pro stock sticks down at the dome? Yep. Oh, yeah. You can go to the, um, what do they call it? Fanatic. And I be- like they do like a, a humongous like game used sale. Every year, and I haven't been in Fanatic recently 
Um, maybe our boy Gibby can text me, but I'm f- almost positive there should be. Like, you can get, well, it depends on what it is because some of it's really gross. Yeah. If it's game, especially those dudes. But if you can get uh, a pro stock stick that's essentially new, it's a great deal. Like, those sticks are like four bills. Oh, 100%. Yeah. These guys aren't playing with the... No, the the $20 Sherwood. Yeah, they're not going down to the get you fill your gas tank up and you're getting a <laughs> stick from like a country that no longer exists. That doesn't happen. But if you get a pro stock stick, that thing's going to last you, especially regular schlubs like us. Yeah, probably not going to snap it because we're not strong enough to snap it. Just keep an eye on the last few games of the season. Who breaks their twigs? Yeah. And then go and grab that one because, you know, it's only been out there for a little while. It's true. Or pick someone who doesn't like fire off a whole bunch of clappers. That's that's the that was that's my jam in Buffalo when we go to Sabres games. My nephew, my brother, and I we look we go look and I go that I bought a brand new stick essentially. It, it had a tiny little mark on it. Yeah, and I go I'm buying this. It's brand new. Whose stick was it? Uh, oh my god, uh, I'll have to get back to you on that because now I'm just totally blanking on like the stick. Zemgus Gergensen's. Or no, okay. <laughs> no, it wasn't Tage Thompson because it'd be like taller than me. Yeah. No, I like because I with the yeah four, it's four like, like a giant like yeah. yeah no but I also like the giant blade too because I used it for ball hockey because mm. you can just knock everything down with the giant I used blade. the Paul Stastny blade for a while because Ooh. it's like a big beaver tail basically it's yeah, again, egregious I can't control it if I have the big curve it has to be almost like Wayne like Wayne Gretzky had a great curve <laughs> that thing was just a, Doug Gilmore you're talking about guys that just had a little bit yeah, of a curve like a putter. that's my jam because I like to backhand it too there you go oh, yeah yeah tight. like Ovechkin stick nice no chance and, nice I can't shoot with Ovechkin stick I don't know what his curve way looks too like. much curve all in the toe all wacky oh, okay yeah and that mm-hmm. guy's fanatical about his equipment too all right uh fun fact mystery Alaska shot in Canmore that is a fun fact fun fact Russell Crowe learned to skate for that movie. Look at us. Do you got you got any? I have nothing else on Mystery Alaska. I got nothing else. Um, Did you know that uh, they've recently discovered uh, dinosaur remains in Alaska? That flying dinosaurs lived in Alaska, and the climate was warm enough that actually housed dinosaurs. Really? Yeah, that is interesting. Where'd you learn that? Did you watch a prehistoric? No, I was flipping world? through the radio, and that, and then there was some educational thing on the CBC. Oh. And I'm like, huh, that's interesting. The climate was similar to Portland <laughs> millions of years ago. Hmm. Climate, hey? Yeah. Weird. Anyway, anyway uh, that's electric radio. Okay, straight ahead. Your chance to win Blink One and E Two tickets. Brody on the beat, where our director Alex Brody went out and asked the Flames, the, the city of Calgary, about what their Flames ritual is. But you got to call in to win the Blink 182 tickets. You better. And tell us what your Flames ritual is, how you watch your games, who you watch the games and with, and why you're changing. What's your jam? It. What are you eating? Like, what are you changing tonight to snap this 12 game skid in home openers? Uh, it's all straight ahead. It's the big show, Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Sportsnet 960, The Fan. You're listening to The Big Show with Russick and Rose on the official home of your Calgary Flames, Sportsnet 960 The Fan. It's The Big Show. Russick and Rose, Sportsnet 960 The Fan, here for another 20 minutes. Your chance to win Blink 182 tickets. Pretty much now, like if you call in, you can get in the queue. 403-240-4444. Mm-hmm. You got to tell us your Flames ritual, how you watch the games. What are you doing? 
And then out of those callers, we'll pick a winner for the Blink-182 tickets. Tom DeLong, uh, the, the, the lead singer, goes, this is the best album they've ever done, and you'll be able to watch it, see it live at the Dome in June. Save the date. Which is pretty impressive. It's not a bad... Man, I'm very excited. I'm going to go to the show. The question is, where am I going to be sitting? Oh, okay. The media thing? Probably not. Just get right up there on the catwalk. <laughs> See if my press, you just rocking. Does this work? <laughs> Can I get in there? Does this work? All right. Um, we've been hyping this thing up yep. all show. Yep. Um, our technical director Alex Brody went out, and um, we 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 gave him an assignment. And I, in hindsight, I feel a little bad about it because he's doing this on his on his free time. Or you should actually bill our boss. Yeah. Oh, for just sure. bill him. Whatever. It's fine. Yeah. Get paid for it. Yep. So our technical director, Alex Brody, went out there and asked the people of Calgary, um, how do you watch the Flames? What's your Flames watching ritual? <laughs> so he went out yesterday afternoon. He gathered some audio. Brody on the beat. Brody on the beat. And why, like, uh, during the break, I just had this stuck in my head. You know the, the Bieber song, uh, Beauty and the Beat? And like, it's Brody and the beat. That's all I have it stuck in my head now. I'm going to make that happen. Yeah, you well, should. You but go. you know what I mean, right? Another assignment. Some more homework. You yeah. can build art. Yeah, just build art. There you go. No problem. Um, and the reason why I know that song, because Justin Bieber performed that on the Victoria's Secret uh, fashion show, which they no longer do. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, look up that video. Okay. It's worth your time. Right now? Okay. Uh, well, you no, you got to listen to Brody oh. on the beat. Yeah. And this isn't the first time we're going to send him out. No. Like, I haven't heard this. You haven't heard this. No. So I don't know if it's going to be good. I don't know if it's going to be bad. I don't know if it's going to be okay. But uh, just real quick for for just posterity, yeah. um, Brody, uh, Brody, what is your radio experience? All right, so like on air experience uh, aside for this show, aside the biggest you know sports morning show in Calgary, the only one. <laughs> but whatever, uh, you're on the show. What is your radio experience? My radio experience is actually very little. It's my experience comes from TV before this. Um, okay. This is my first like real radio gig. So my only experience in radio before this, I guess, was like doing campus radio, where we actually did a lot of streeters at Mount Royal University. So look at that, go Cougars! Look at that, go Cougs! All right, are you? Are we ready for this? Are you ready, Maddie? I don't know, frankly. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I, I'm, I'm ready. Little, but <laughs> yeah, I'm a little <laughs> nervous. <laughs> I'm like, is this going to be, I'm a little nervous. I'm not going to lie, Alex, it, like, but this isn't going to be your first shot at this either. No, I think so. I want to like, I feel like we're really overhyping this a little bit. Um, <laughs> I hit, good. I hit Stephen Avenue at like noon. So it was all people in like suits, you know, going to business lunches and. Is that how they know, talk? They is drop, that how they talk? They drop their. Do they say bro a lot too? Uh, oh, bro. Breakfast lunches. I like, I feel like I'm good at taking rejection. Um, but <laughs> wow, I got. You're used to it? I, <laughs> yeah. We won't go into that, but a um, okay. lot of fake, you know, people pretending to be on the phone. That's what I got a lot of on oh, Stephen Ave. So okay. instead of getting rejected, is you know they pull up their phone, and be like, "Hey," like, um, blah, 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 and then not say anything as Over I watch them walk by me. Okay, so you're saying next time you should be either at the beginning of a Flames game or at the end of a Flames game. Either or, and I'd love to be like at the dome because then I know I'm like at least these people watch the flames. Cause there's a couple people like, I feel bad. I'm interrupting their day. And they're like, I don't watch the flames yeah, but or what we're also going to send you out for other sports topics too. Oh, very true. Yeah. I already have one in the holster. Oh, what's that? Uh, who are you picking to win the world cup and why? <laughs> <laughs> 
I already got that one yeah. in the back of the brain. That'll be good. I can't wait till you ask the city of Calgary, who do you got the World <laughs> Cup and why? Be like, what? All right, let's play the debut of uh, uh, Brody on the beat. Let's do it. Here we go. What is your, so the Flames have not won a season opener since 2009. What is your Flames game day routine, and are you going to be changing it this year? Um, no, I won't be changing it up. Go get out with some friends, watch a game somewhere. Excuse me, sir. Do you have 10 seconds to answer a quick question about the Calgary Flames? Sorry. No worries. No worries. the Flames, they yeah. suck. No, okay. Okay, I'll take that. I don't have a routine <laughs> because routines don't work for me. Okay, there we go. So Like, like I fly by the seat of my pants. Uh, I don't really know anything about them. Oh my gosh. Really? You're asking me that? What would I do? I'm an Oilers fan, but uh, I know, right? <laughs> Uh, game day routine, hop on the train, get down there, half an hour early, hit happy hour, double oh, okay. fist, head right to this PL, and get going. Uh, <laughs> I hope they if they all pray, they'll win. What's your routine before a Flames game? Getting hammered. Getting hammered. Perfect, thank you. <laughs> I just gotta get past the assessment and just sit down, crack open a cold one. This guy and was be interesting. In my armchair for when the puck drops. That guy's okay? intense. I wake up get my cup of coffee, and then try not to get my tears of sadness into the cup. Uh, no, I'm not going to change my routine. <laughs> what? I, I enjoy just actually watching the games from home and cheering them on, putting on my Flames gear, thinking that that helps, but hey, what do, you, what do you know, right? And that is the first edition. Okay. <laughs> All right, I got to give you <laughs> that, that was fun. I that. was fun. All right. Okay. I, I liked go. it. Um, I like the dude who's like, and then I go up to the press level and get bombed. Yeah, I like, uh, I didn't understand. What time does that woman wake up with her coffee to watch the games and then it's tears of sadness? And then that one guy was super intense and he talked really slow. Yeah, and, he, and used strange words like yeah. armchair. Yeah. I think he was just really into it. Like that, like he was, hmm. he was excited yeah, to he, be on the radio. He was waiting for his moment. Yeah, like he, saw, I think he saw me and like kind of like came to me. He was the <laughs> right. one person. Yeah. So. Okay, so I think next time, uh, I think, what kind of microphone were you using? I was just using my phone. Which okay, was, see, that's the, issue. that's the problem. Yeah. So w this is what needs to happen next time. We need to get our technical team. Do we have a team here that we can, do we have, can we get him a real microphone? A I, real have, recorder? I have one. Okay. We'll it does, it have a, does it have a Sportsnet 960 mic flash to it? Because I think that's what you need, uh, Alex. Yeah, he does. So br so you can borrow um, Maddie's Sportsnet 960 mic flash to give you a, lo a lot more street cred out there. Because right. I don't think you can use your phone next time. So you go out there with the Sportsnet 9, and you go, hey, I'm Alex Brody from Sportsnet 960. Uh, what's your opinion on the next Captain of the Flames or whatever you're going to do? So I think we'll we'll get you out there with a microphone to get a little better sound quality. Yep. And then we just got to think of what we're going to do maybe next week for this to awesome. see how the weekend goes. I love it. And I'd love to get this on video, too. Like, that's a more of, of a me thing. But right. you know, it, it was fun doing it out by myself. And I, I okay. did chat with our boss, Art, about it as well. And he said, maybe we can send one of our other technical producers out with me as well. So <laughs> Wow, if that isn't maybe. 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 Okay. Was he worried about your personal safety? <laughs> no, no. Okay. Yeah, All right. I think, I think we'll do another uh, Brody on the beat. I, I like that. that. I like the bed too. It was very whimsical. Yeah, it was. I like it. So, uh, yeah, we just need you to be a little more <laughs> official out in the uh, in the world. Is the text line uh, blowing up? Uh, on just that? the most recent text. This is by far the best thing you guys have done. So we have to bring it back. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs>
Uh, it's great. Great stuff. <laughs> uh, I want to hear from the people of Calgary. And uh, the more interesting characters, the better. But no, I got that holstered, Maddie. Uh, who's winning the World Cup and why? The city yeah, of Calgary. We're going to ask. That's going to be great. There were some good ones in there. I want to yep. hear it again. There were some that were just they're pretty quick. Yeah, they are pretty quick. There was uh, one guy. He said, just pray. That's, that's yeah. his routine. He said, pray. Okay. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Um, I can't wait till we send you out on the streets again to get the uh, – to get because you have your finger on the pulse of Calgary sports. He's on the beat. Alex, yeah. he's on the beat. Uh, your chance to win uh, Blink-182 tickets right now, 403-240-4444. What's your Flames ritual? How do you watch the games? Are you doing some sort of voodoo right now if they can snap that 12-game home opener losing streak? Uh, let's kick things off here with Todd. Todd, good morning. How are you? Hi. Hi, Todd. How, How are you? Super. How are you? Good, thanks. Uh, I'll be watching the game, actually, at home uh, with my wife. She's a big Flames fan. When I first met her, she had season's tickets. Uh, is that why so, you started uh, dating her? Yeah. Yes. Okay. <laughs> All right. Sick. So we'll be watching the Flames game together and uh, probably having a cold brew. And after the first uh, period, we'll be making some nachos and cheering on the Flames to win their first home opener in a while. All right, Todd. Thanks for the call. There you go. Okay. Put him on hold. Mm-hmm. Stay on hold, Todd. Yeah. So uh, he's, he's, he met his wife, who had season tickets. Probably one of the reasons why he kind of wanted to continue to date her. Yeah. Listen, it's pretty standard. Yeah. Cracks a beer, throws some chos on in the first intermission. Can I ask you a question? I thought question? he was going to say that like he walks his dog, and I was like, all right, bro. Could you date somebody who's an Oilers fan? No. Okay. Like, not even... Not a, you don't even have to ask me that. It's a like hard pass. Total, like, deal breaker. Red flag. Oilers fan. Red flag. Total deal breaker. Yes, sir. Even if it's like... My girlfriend's from Edmonton. I had to make sure. Oh, wow. You, that was, like, part of the vetting process? Big time. It was, like, the first part of the vetting process. Like, even if it's, like, insert lovely actress... Even it's like Margot Robbie comes up to you and goes, uh, Maddie, uh, do you want to go for a drink? I think your mustache is super sexy. She's and like really, that Australian accent. Not, not really my type. Oh, you don't like ridiculously good-looking blonde women? Who like the Oilers. Who like the Oilers. Yeah. That would be an immediate deal breaker for you. I feel like we're kind of digging a hole here, but yeah. Okay. For the sake of the argument, yeah. Okay. Would be. I appreciate that. Uh, let's get to Brad. Brad, good morning. How are you? Yo, Brad. Hey. Hey. You're on the radio, What's Brad. Guys? What's your it's awesome. What's your uh, Flames ritual? Uh so Flames ritual uh usually starts with our our main man Pat and uh we we listen to him on the uh, on the pregame. Mm-hmm. And then once we get home, we uh quickly grab a quick bite to eat. Okay. And then go downstairs, hide from the wife and kids. Okay. And open up a uh, nice wild rose uh, selection. Sponsor Brad. And sit and watch the boys. Okay. All right, Brad. Stay also on the standard. Line. Thank you. Uh, I, I know what Brad was doing there. What? And Hang on the line there, Brad. Thank you. Uh, he's trying to plug our radio station. Talking yep. to Pat Steinberg. Oh, yeah. Um, giving the sponsor out. Pandaran. Yeah. Not, not the worst approach. No. no, no, no. Because you and I, like the million-dollar man, everyone's got a price. And mine's very low. Yeah. 
Um, but I, I appreciate that, Brad. Uh, keep them coming. 403-240-4444 on the text line, 960-960, name and location. But we're only taking, you only have a chance to win Blink-182 tickets if you call in. Yeah. Like that is your chance to call in. Let's get to Adam. Adam, good morning. How are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? Good, Adam. What's your uh, Flames routine? Lay it on me here. Uh, what do I got? So, um, uh, kind of unlike Todd, I kind of met my wife uh hoping that she was going to be a Flames fan and found out after we got married that she is very much not a hockey fan. Mm. So that was a bit of a trick. trick Adam, Adam, hold on. on Adam, just hold on. Just let's, let's hit the brakes on here on this. How long (laughs) were you dating before you realized she wasn't a hockey fan? Oh man, probably a couple of years. She would, she would, she'd watch games. We'd go to a game or two and she, she seemed to like it. And then marriage happens and, uh, and then the truth came out. uh, the truth comes out. Yeah. Okay, well, so that's, I, I'm, uh, <laughs> that could also be a blessing and a curse. All right, so uh, lay it on me. What's your routine? So, well, I've been relegated to the basement, essentially, to watch watch games. Usually I'll uh, kind of go down there by myself. I've got some Hue lights and a Google smart speaker that uh, goals happen and the red lights kind of come on and mm-hmm. spin around, and I have to practice oh. my uh, silent, silent cheer because uh, kids are sleeping, of course. So every time uh, <laughs> too oh. much of a ruckus happens, the stomping oh, on the floor happens. So it's uh, hey, uh, a good time. Uh, Adam, uh, I don't think I'm alone in this. I feel kind of bad for you. Like, are you a little beaten down by all of this, or are you happy with your situation? Like, oh no, I'm no, you're a happy fine. guy, I'm a, right? I'm a happy guy. Like, life's the, great I'm for you. On the kids, okay. I got a bunch of jerseys for the girls on the playoff run last year. So okay, that's cute. I, I'm working right. on them. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna bring okay. them into the into the fold. I love it. Hang on the line, Adam. Uh, you're in line to win some Blink 182 tickets. I felt, I felt bad for Adam for a sec. It's I like his too. wife. Get to the basement, Adam. <laughs> yeah, that's what Don't you think about watching the game up here. Hey, turn it down. Yeah. Turn it down. The kids are sleeping, idiot. My goodness. It is a Thursday. <laughs> they got school in the they morning. school in the morning. And he's got his little light show, his sad <laughs> little light show on mute. Like, yeah, I'm f- like, I, I feel bad for Adam. He's got a sad little light show. Like, I like that he's putting in the effort. I think that's kind of cool. But he's also doing it by himself the downstairs. Man, the man is in purgatory. Yeah. It's like the flames score and a single balloon falls down <laughs> from the ceiling of his basement. It's like, yay! Flame score. All right. Chris, good morning. Chris, how are you? Yo, Chris. Hey, how's it going? Hey, you're on the radio. Chris, what's your Flames routine? Uh, well, I, I like to just kind of sit back, watch the games with my uh, my boys. I throw in my Iggy jersey. Um, okay. and my, dog's, my dog's name is Iggy as well. Nice. There you go. And so he, he rocks the Flames bandana, and we just get a couple of brews in us, and we cheer on the boys and have a good time. Okay, uh, hang on the line, uh, Chris. You, you, have, you have a chance to win Blink-182 tickets. I like the fact that he gets his dog geared up, too. Big brownie points. I'm not going to lie. It's going to be tough to beat Sad Adam right now. I know. <laughs> At this like point, I'm like, you guys are all also Rans. Yeah, like <laughs> like Adam has his own one-man light show in the basement, in the layer of his basement, locked away. All right, Tyler. Tyler, good morning. How are you? Yo, Tyler. Hey, uh, hi. How you guys doing this morning? Good. Thanks for calling. We're great, Tyler. What's your flames ritual, man? Well, first, can I just give one quick hot take from yesterday? Um, oh, you guys just mentioned about the hot takes, and I was thinking, oh, bold prediction. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That it'd be hilarious if Monaghan such had such a good year that the Flames end up trading a first round pick to acquire him again at the deadline. 
Okay, that is a bull take. That's hot. That's a bull take. I like that. Reacquiring Sean Monahan. That's a bull take. It costs you two Tyler. first rounders to get him back. Ooh, I don't, like we just talked about, it's going to be tough to beat Sad Adam, but a bull mm-hmm. take that the Flames are going to reacquire Sean Monahan is pretty good. What else do you got for us, Tyler? Okay, so this isn't the standard nachos and on the couch take. So uh, first off, start in the morning, always wear a red shirt, red something, whatever. But I'm a busy dad in the evening, so it's hard to watch the game interrupted. So depending on time zones, this can shift around. But first, I usually watch the first period while making dinner, usually on the iPad in the kitchen type of thing, busy, busy. And then second period, I'm prepping for the bath for the kid, getting all that stuff ready for that. And then second intermission, bath time for the kid. I can do everything in usually under 18 minutes now, get the book read, get her all to sleep. I like it. He he knows the length of the intermission. That's what I like there. Tight 18. Yeah. Yeah. And then usually third period, I can watch it to myself, kind of catch the end of the game, usually type of thing. After the game's over, spend some time with the wife, make sure she's happy, all that type of thing. And then usually, depending on how long Pat goes with his call-in show, I'll usually download the podcast and then usually kind of fall asleep, mm. drift off to sleep, listen to old Steinberg at night. So. Okay. Great stuff, Tyler. Hang on the line. Okay. Uh, pretty strong call from Tyler. That's a good call from Tyler. He has a good setup. That's yeah. what I was hoping he for. He does. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, I do like uh, how but, they keep throwing like Pat's name around, trying to like, you know, coerce, coerce. Us into saying like, "Oh, we listened to Pat Steinberg at the end." Like that's going to help their cause. <laughs> I do like, I do appreciate the effort. But can we can we punch up uh, Sad Adam again? Can we punch him up on the line? I got to ask him a question. Hey, Adam. Hello. Um, if we give you the Blink One Eighty Two tickets, uh, here's two questions for you. Number one. Uh, do you want to take your wife? And number two, can you get a sitter? Well, when when I when I found out that they were coming, I was going to get tickets regardless. And my wife, first thing she said is like, "You're finding someone else to go with you." So she's not coming, but okay, <laughs> so, so not... she'll sit, and I'll take someone else. Okay, uh, Adam, I think we got to give you the tickets. Oh, uh, hey, hey, congratulations, Adam! Hey, hey. hey. Uh, and I'm actually kind of happy that your wife's not going with you. Uh, hang on the line, Adam. Uh, we'll get all your details. Congratulations! You're going to Blink 182, pal. Learn something Sounds good. Thanks, guys. No problem. Learn something new today. Yeah, you can watch TV in prison. Yeah, implying that he's like, yeah, prison, yeah. yeah. Well, he's it. No, it's well. Is it prison or his own personal hell? Uh, which one is it? Which one do you kind of want to? I just think if you're a guy who has his own sad light show in the basement, you got to win the tickets. And I and I don't think he was making that up. Like, who's gonna go on a morning radio show and say? My wife doesn't let. First of all, wife lied to him about being a hockey fan for two years. Good for and her. Then banishes him to the basement where he has to have his own little light show when the flames score and silently has to cheer going. I can't even like go. Can't even yell out a woo. No woos when the flames score. And God forbid those lights. If I see those on the main level, yeah, Adam. (laughs) Right. My goodness. You're sleeping on the couch. (laughs) You're sleeping outside, bud. Um, I I feel bad that we didn't get to any texts. There's some good ones. Rituals. Uh, There's some really good ones out there. A lot you should change too. Shout Uh, out to Dominic. That's my man right there. uh, uh, Change a lot of the stuff uh, you're doing right now because the Flames have lost 12 straight home openers. Uh, We're going to break down the game for you tomorrow. Uh, We have it live for you right here on Sportsnet 960. Should be a ton of fun down at the Dome tonight. Get there early. Get your free beer. Don't forget about that. Yeah, and uh, we'll just text the people who are riding us as ponies. Uh, for the uh, the contest to win 
a beautiful um, John Tucker Buffalo Sabres 1989 OPG. It's a handsome man. Card. It is. It's That's a probably, handsome like, man. Sure, we gave away Flames opening night tickets, Blink 180 tickets, but the real winner will be the John Tucker uh, hockey card with our signatures attached to some Sportsnet 960 letterhead. That's it for us. Enjoy the game tonight. We'll talk to you tomorrow. Bye.